This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. A dead man who keeps eating everyone's breakfast. Brent Spiner? Enter Rip You Dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side. I am Jen Hansen. With me, as always, is Matt Noss. Yeah, man. Thanks for not taking a sip when you were about to, Matt. <laughs> You're right. I was. I was. Uh, it was so was, close to your mouth. I was hot on the glass. Yeah. But, uh, uh, ooh, I'm a little hot in the mic. A ooh. little hot in the ear. Hot on the ear and hot in the glass. That's Matt Noss. He's, He's here. The DLT. <laughs> okay, good. And the hot stays hot. <laughs> Uh, luckily, we picked a show with listeners that would get any of these references. Yep. Enjoy. <laughs> Joining us once again, very, very fortunate to have back in the studio, Matt Rose. I, I tried to keep my laughing to a minimum. Nah, bro. But, uh... Nah, bro. Nah, bro. <laughs> nah, bros. Don't even worry about it. Don't keep that inside. That causes cancer. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Matt, welcome back. The last time that we had you on was for Mookie and Pookie. It was. It was. And uh, one of our classic episodes, Now the Odds. Yeah, the odds, which uh, which I heard again, and uh, really great. Really great. I we enjoyed really, that episode. So we, we went and we dipped back into the well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and let's pat ourselves all on the back for that. For that Nice episode. work, all of us. So if this one really starts to take a shit, just remember, go stop this episode and go back and listen to the odds. <laughs> but I don't think we're going to take a shit on this episode no. because the episode no, no. already did it for us. Yeah, no, I uh, yeah, I when I told you that I had two pages of notes, you were like, I've got three. Where I was like, Oh my god. Like yeah, Matt but, writes like a four-year-old. Yeah, I, so, yeah, I basically have a half page of notes compared to your notes. Well, I also have pictures. I just want to point that oh, out. Oh, then we have to put those on our Facebook page. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, this week's episode is A Case of the Stubborns. It aired on December 2nd, 1984, directed by Gerald Kotz, uh, written by, the teleplay was written by James Houghton, uh, based on a short story from Robert Block. Robert Block, uh, as Matt Rose pointed out, uh, has written a ton of stuff, has written hundreds of short stories. Uh, I think his Wikipedia says he's written like 30 books, 30 novels, books. Um, Uh, Bookie reads. Bookie reads, yeah. (laughs) Uh, He was one of the youngest members of the Lovecraft circle. H.P. Lovecraft Mm -hmm. was Block's mentor and one of the first to seriously encourage his talent. And, uh, I think uh, along with uh, Aug- August Derlish, I think was mm. was one of the. Pe- I think he was one of the people who started um, the Lovecraftian Society, um, and he's actually one of the people who, uh, if I'm if I'm, I think it was August Derlish, mm. um, who kind of pushed the mythology past where Lovecraft had taken it. Oh, interesting. Uh, it says he was a contributor to pulp magazines such as Weird Tales early in his career. He was also a prolific screenwriter and major contributor to science fiction fanzines and fandom in general. Uh, he's written a few source material pieces for Tales from the Dark Side, other horror anthology shows. He wrote uh, the book Psycho uh, that the movie Psycho was based on. 
That's crazy to think about the same guy who wrote this episode. I was going to say amazing, but I didn't mean it. It's okay. It's okay. Do you think this would have worked better as a short story? Oh, I I think so. Oh, yeah. I think it totally would have because there could have been a a lot more humor Mm -hmm. in the short story and a lot more context provided. Yeah. It's interesting. We haven't talked about the episode for a moment, but this is a... I kind of feel like there's a couple buckets as we continue to watch this show uh there's a couple of buckets i think that they're gonna fall into where okay. it's like serious horror mm-hmm. i would say in the closet is like nope this one is straight up yeah this is straight up scary mm-hmm. and then there's like the the twist of fate mm-hmm. so i would kind of say like the odds kind of had a twist sure. yeah 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 this one to me is tongue-in-cheek yeah Mookie and Pookie's a little tongue in cheek. Yeah, it's a little tongue in cheek, and it was a little twist of fate, right? Right. Um, yeah, I would probably put it a little more twist of fate, and like, um, but yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's definitely not scary. No, in not. the least. Well, when Dad tries to unplug him, True. it was tense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's <laughs> well. Let's read the the description here. So, uh, Jody and his mom are grief stricken by the passing away of Jody's grandfather, but they soon find themselves with a lot more to be upset about when he gets determined not to stay dead. He, meaning the grandfather. This is a poorly written description. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, B user, uh, who wrote this review. Oh my god. I don't even know where to start, but we have to start at the beginning. Uh we have some I, pretty notable names in this one. We do. I want to I want to start before we even started watching the episode. I drew an Apple logo and I said Matt is incompetent with Apple devices. <laughs> <laughs> we did have some trouble getting this episode going. Yeah. And, uh, uh so we we once again we use Shutter. The uh Shutter app is on my iPhone. And once again, Shutter does not sponsor us. It is a product that we actually just use, and we use it mainly to watch Tales. I use it mainly to watch I, Tales from the Dark I, Star. however, use it both on Amazon Prime and the actual app itself. I have two separate subscriptions because for some reason you can't have one. Mm. Um, but I watch it all the time. Yeah, it is great. So I will use it specifically for <laughs> Tales from the Dark Side. Because you're a scaredy cat. You are. Oh, I am you, a... Whenever I ever try to watch a horror movie with Matt or thinking about, like, when I'm thinking about watching a horror movie with Matt, all I can think about is in Scooby-Doo when Shaggy and Scooby would be hiding and you could hear their knees shaking. Yes. That's what I think of when I think of Matt. Well, fortunately, this episode, he didn't have to jump into a vase and make it rattle. No, there was a bunch of face palms, but that (laughs) was about it. Yeah, so I got they got the uh, rebooted the old iPhone. Yeah, uh, reconnected the Apple TV to it and began streaming the episode. And uh, one of the things that I noticed during the uh, the classic, the classic intro, because mm-hmm. now this is the tenth time we've seen it. That's right. <laughs> Happy ten. Happy ten. Happy ten. Ching. Uh, is that covered bridge? Can we talk about how nice that covered bridge? No, is? We, no. The first thing we have to talk about. Is the parting clouds? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. So, so when we were watching, it the, starts in the sunlit world. Yeah, it starts, and and there's clouds parting, and it's it, like you hear like a, uh, and like as soon as I saw it, I was like the Simpsons, <laughs> and uh, like. But I, unfortunately, I, do 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 do. Yeah, yeah. Began. <laughs> hey, wait, that was pretty sweet. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Three of us. Yeah, that was yeah. A, that was a that was like a oh god, what's the devil's chord called? Oh. <laughs> the, the brown note? No. <laughs> That's a fart, isn't it? No, I thought that, I thought there was some specific note that you could play that would make somebody shit their it's, pants, it's, which it's not, which is not true at all. But that's how I, I really heard wish the brown there note described. It's a very low note. That would... Right to rum to rumble your innards. Yeah. <laughs> well, there is like a weapon that the military has um, for crowd control, where it'll vibrate your guts. Is it? But that's that's is not it a, a giant keytar. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Some guy just puts on a power glove. Right. <laughs> Boom, there it is. So the clouds part, Matt thinks the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. It goes a little bit further. And I'm like, man, that covered bridge is really nice. See, what I, I like the covered bridge. I also like the brook. Nice brook. Yeah, like I see that brook and I'm like, you know what? Kind of idyllic. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like to, I don't know, walk around that brook. Yeah, pick, you pick guys, rocks, right? that's like, the sunlit world man lives in. It's great. That farm yeah. probably has really good corn yeah. or hay or something. I don't know what they You're grow. right, Jen, because man does live in the sunlit world. Oh, yeah, man, but yeah, so he thinks I mean, it's that's what reality. He thinks is reality. Once we get to that the wooded tree yeah. forest. <laughs> Once you find yourself surrounded by birch trees. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I think <laughs> the creators would prefer that we focus on... On the... The, the yeah. rear, the weird transition yeah. wipe, like I forget what that's called. <laughs> the underworld, the negative, the yeah. photo yeah. negative. The photo negative. Well, but no, I'm talking. But, I'm talking specifically about oh, the, the video like, toaster spin. Yeah, that, yeah, that shows the galaxy for just yes. a mere moment for the the, the dark galaxy for mm-hmm. for just a, a quick moment. So man's living in the sunlit world of what he thinks to be reality, right. but unbeknownst to him, there is a dark, a, uh, an underworld. An underworld. It's dark, it's. It's, it's a, just, just as real. real. It's just not, not as brightly, brightly lit. lit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ten episodes every time. Sorry, guys. I totally messed it up. No, no. no. I we all messed it up. No, it's we're gonna do it every time. I, I only, I've only been on three. So. The doors. <laughs> Seventy more to go. <laughs> Strap in. Sweet. Strap in. So the door to the dark side opens. We go in. First thing that you hear. Organ music. Organ music, oh, and you see a right. holy Bible on the table. Yes, and people like setting a dinner table mm-hmm. with the holy Bible, and prominently <laughs> displayed. <laughs> what I what I wrote was uh, starts with a Bible. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that one was for Jen. Thank you. I loved it. I just wrote opens on. Mennonites? <laughs> well, the, uh, yeah, like the, it really had like a Mennonite feel, but oh, they yeah. were using yeah. they were using too many hillbilly like terms or vernacular, right? Where yeah. like there is a I'm cons- a fixin' to like I can't imagine that like an Amish person would ever say I'm a fixin' to do there nothing. There is right? so like, much intentional mispronunciation yes. of words. Yeah, like no no dialect I have ever heard in my life. So what? What location and what time, what what year, yeah, what decade do you think this is taking place in? 1920s? I, I, think, that's, I think that that's probably pretty accurate because <laughs> what I had written down was uh, 
A board of health belies their hillbilly antics. <laughs> because, <coughs> because they mention the board of health a bunch of times. Yeah. All I can think of is like people in white suits with clipboards, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And like the way that they're acting, they're acting like, oh, Jesus, like, I don't know, it's just post-Civil War, like Reconstruction era <laughs> yeah, Pennsylvania, it, yeah. right? It's like, a mess. Yeah, this, totally. This episode is a mess. Here's what I noticed. Okay. Okay. This movie. This this movie. This movie or this, this television. <laughs> this 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 sweet mini movie. I like to call a TV show. <laughs> it has oftentimes a lot to do with, or it brings a kinship to the movie Dirty Dancing with me. Really? Meaning, Dirty Dancing was supposed to be in the 50s, mm-hmm. but it was the 50s, 80s. Yeah. Because yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like like Greece. Yeah. yeah, like Greece or like Happy Days, right? right? Because yeah. uh, we we are kind of we haven't mentioned who's in this, but Christian Slater is in this. Mm-hmm. Young Christian Slater. Uh, young, young Christian, Christian Slater. Slater. And from the get, he is in a suit and tie. Yes. yes. He never really leaves the suit and tie. Skinny tie. Right. He's wearing a skinny tie, which is very much 80s. Yeah. And later on, and I write it down because I was furious, it's a clip-on. <laughs> that's right he unclips it he unclips it that's right which oh, man. which again no. makes it much more modern yeah than yeah. because i don't think in the 20s they had clip-on ties i think I, that i got I, I, I don't know I, I, I don't know so much about that because never never underestimate the ingenuity of people who don't want to tie ties right who don't want to do be yeah like I, for, that for a children's tie i guess because he is like what 14 years old right probably yeah, 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 I think 14 is a really good guess. Yeah. Also, yeah. what I what I wrote down is that <laughs> no, I, I don't mean to be like the other guy who's just yes, Andy, and that, but yeah, yeah, he really, it really does seem is, like yeah. 14. Is, it's a very accurate age. Also, all the hair product he's got in, it's definitely not the 20s. That is not pomade, right? That is fucking mousse. So, do you think <laughs> these um, these episodes that have this very specific timeline, they keep it that way because that's how like a short story was mm-hmm. set in, or, or that's I think so. That's yeah. when it was written. Okay. Also, they can probably get away with budget things. Yeah, because the budget on this one looked good. This, I mean, they it definitely did, it did considerably it did. like this is this they actually shot in a house. Yeah. And I think that they could because the house was probably built in that time. Right. Probably not a lot of renovations in the house. Right. Um, so there was a lot of, you know, sitting on the porch, drinking sweet tea or lemonade or whatever, whatever, whatever old timey. So this is so we're in the deep <laughs> a south. A jug of shine. Yeah. Whatever. Right. There is. Um, let's let's go back to the very beginning. OK. The lights, the, the, the door to the dark side opens. Right. We're at the breakfast. So I wrote down at this point, it's dinner breakfast because the mother is done up to the nines. Well, she got up at 4.30 in the morning, man. <laughs> I missed that part. She's been up since 4.30? Oh. That's how, well, that's that's a Mennonite's how, role. That's, that's how early she got up to make herself presentable for the men. <laughs> and and a kid is in a full suit, so he's in a full yeah. suit. Um, I mean, granted, like it's a full suit with a clip-on tie. Right? Yeah, like, I'm super the, pissed the, off. The t- because- yeah, like the tie kind of indicates the seriousness of the event, right? Like, yeah. you're 14, you should know how to tie a fucking tie. Dude. Well, so I figured they got up and they're in mourning, so those are their mourning clothes, right? So I was expecting them to kind of be going to the funeral, right? And then Christian Slater has to bless the meal. 
So he says, uh, hey, God, sorry about my grandpa being an asshole prayer. Yeah. Well, uh, dear, dear God, I need to dump some exposition. <laughs> this is a classic yes. Tales from the Dark Side exposition dump. Right. <laughs> and uh, and w- all I could think of as soon as the dialogue started was Christian Slater never got better at accents. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> like what he could do at 14 is what he could do at 40. Right. Like, <laughs> Just fuck it. Fuck you, accents. Like, hey, I'm in in, contempt on her face. I'm I'm in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Fuck you, everybody. I'm just gonna talk like Christian Slater. It's that. It's it's it. it, This look is embarrassment for being so in love with him as a teenager. But like, oh, Heather's area. Heather's era. Christian Slater. Pump up. Pump the volume. volume. Pump pump up the the volume. volume. Oh, he was a dreamboat. Real. Cuffs. Cough, cuffs. Uh, I love some cuffs. Bella. I'm still I'm still not sure how cuffs was able to have um like handguns. Yeah. Like <laughs> no, man. You're, You're you, have to be, you have to be like, well, for one, um like he I think had been kicked off the force, maybe. Also, like I don't even think he was twenty one. Like there were so many things wrong with cuffs. From a logical perspective. Now, Matt, should we save this for the Cuffs podcast? Cuffs yes. talk? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Cuffs I'm sorry, talk. guys. I got to help myself. Slater so. Gators. Yeah. <laughs> it's our new podcast, Slater Gators. Coming up next. <laughs> Gleaming the cube? Yes. Oh. <laughs> So he's doing he's doing the info dump. He's saying, you know, dear God, my grandpa died. Please take him off to heaven and please take care of him because me and my mom are all alone after but he daddy was like died. My mom. You raised my me. Ma. My ma. That's right. My my ma. Uh, he was a father to me and and dear God, please. It, it's just it And the on. mother was just like, yeah, everybody gets it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she basically that's enough. All now. right, kid, you sold it. Jesus. So <laughs> We get it. He's dead. All so right. great. So we've established Grandpa is dead, mm-hmm. and then it's weird because they both hear a noise, and coming down the stairs is how did you describe Gramps? Let's all read our descriptions because I'm sure they're great. <laughs> I what I wrote down was Wally World. Oh, because that was because uh, it was it was like the Roy Disney from Wally World. Yes, wearing like a fake nose, I think. Okay, Matt, did you have a? Uh, yeah, I wrote. Uh, I wrote. Rubber face? <laughs> uh, I described him as an underinflated blow-up doll in a Teddy Roosevelt wig. <laughs> Taking a lap. <laughs> oh, man, that... I just want to so know... so weird. I want to know who had that sex doll. <laughs> it was so weird. Yeah, it was... It just... Yeah, he, he did. He did. He straight up has a melty face. Yeah. He does. It looks like he's wearing a mask, yes. but he's not wearing a mask. It is a lot just of rouge. The, so. It's just the prosthetics that they're using, and it is gross. It's unsettling. It's yeah. meet the feebles gross. Yes. Yeah. Well, let's not go that far. But <laughs> I mean, like when I was when I was looking at it originally, um, one of the first things that I I don't know if I said it out loud or said it to myself, but Tom Savini probably did the makeup for it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end, I found out he didn't. Um, Ed French did. And I was like, 
Who the fuck is Ed French? No, his makeup. I think Grandpa's makeup is very good throughout oh, the episode. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, maybe like he was get, part of Savini's crew or it something. It got a but, lot better. It did. But uh, I think one of the issues has is that... I, or excuse me. the One of the issues has... Oh, boy. One of the issues I had was... This seems to only be one day. That's yeah. what I, I yeah. wrote. Grandpa's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, decaying awfully fast. Yeah, this grandpa <laughs> goes from zero to 60. Oh, yeah. Like, he might be stubborn and not die, right. but his body is like, get the hint. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how fast is his body decaying? His body is rotting faster than the carnation. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He can't yeah, like the, even the, keep up with the carnation in his yeah. lapel. Like, newsflash to the um, Tales from the Dark Side people, bodies don't rot that fast. Yeah. <laughs> right. Again, this goes back to your point about this being a great short story. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. them having to visualize this, they, like, wanted to be like, he's dead. Yeah. So how can we let him know he's dead? Oh, well, let's put some makeup on him. Like, right. let's, let's mm-hmm. make his skin really pale and make him look like, oh, this is it. But I would imagine on a tube TV... This the makeup would have looked awesome. Oh, that's true. I didn't think Probably, about how yeah, you'd, yeah, you'd, you'd I be mean, watching it before. But like uh, the highest bit rate that it can be yeah. done on an HD TV, it's like no, thank you. Oh, that's well, a and bag also of nope. like the TVs by default are so much bigger now than they ever could have been mm-hmm. then. That right. like that's one of the things you have to. That would have been like a 12 inch TV. It's not just resolution. You're also shrinking it down to, yeah, like a 12 or a 24. So I guess if they're doing it, if they're doing it for for impact, you know, he does look. Well, (laughs) it doesn't hold up. One of the the first things that I noticed was the lips. Because the lips started to turn color first. Also, I just want to point out that. When he's criticizing their breakfast as mm-hmm. not being very heavy, he's like one egg and two sausages. Like, <laughs> what do you expect me to like to die of hunger? And then he starts pouring salt on them. And all I could think of is like, oh, that's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, just 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 throw away the egg whites. I want a pile of egg yolks. I just want and some yolks sausage. And salt. And I, yeah, I want to pour some salt on. No pepper. Yeah. Oh, isn't I'm that not our, ethnic. Isn't that our uh, <laughs> pop-up restaurant in uh, Hamtramck? Oh, yo- yolks and salt? <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah, sweet. It is at this point that Christian Slater says the first major like dialectic mispronunciation that we get, which is haint. haint. Ain't you a haint? Yeah. Which I believe was haunt. Yeah. Was yeah. what he was going for. Well, I think aren't I I think haint was was a word that's isn't that like an old timey southern spirit? All right. Well, I, but I, I but I think that, I think that haint would just be haunt, right? I I'm gonna know. find out. I don't I'm know. Gonna... I think it, I I thought that was I thought that was intentional. But I I also wrote haint and then what the motherfuck? Because <laughs> 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 like uh, haint. Oh shit! I am. We're gonna we about to get learned. Mm. Um, Southerners, especially in the area of South Carolina, have a name for the ceiling paint used on porches. The soft blue-green is referred to as haint blue. Haints are restless spirits of the dead who, for whatever reason, have not moved on from their physical world. Want to know why? Stubbornness. And blue. (laughs) Blue porches. (laughs) So ghost or haunt. Okay. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but very, very quickly after haint 
is twerk and recollect. Yep. <laughs> yes. Because so if you didn't catch this was old timey yet. Yeah. We're going to beat you over the head with it. Yeah. <laughs> so they try to explain to him that he is dead. He's saying, no, twerk. Twerk. Hey, yeah, twerk. Just, is... a, just a spell I done had. Yeah, this is the first 20 minutes or the, the first 20 seconds of Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Condensed into, yeah. you know, into like 10 yeah, seconds. Is, of, yeah, yeah, this is the I thought you was a toad scene <laughs> from, from Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yes. <laughs> I thought you were a haint. Twat? Twat? So like, can we talk about, so the, the, the grandfather, his name is Titus. Uh, Titus... I don't know who he's played by, but his vocal affectation is of one long foghorn leghorn. <laughs> How do you know that he wasn't foghorn? I say, I say, I say. He yeah. really, he really Colonel Sandered the fuck out of this guy. <laughs> well, but, uh, I looked but, him up and I can't find, I, I've forgotten his name now. I should look it back up. But he's a character actor who's been acting for a million years. So yeah, I, and he's, he's been in a trillion He's fairly things. old now and he was probably yeah, like, I mean, you I, want Southern? I got it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? I got four different Southerns. Take your pick. <laughs> I got 40 different Southerns. Most of them uh, crotchety minors. <laughs> Because it was, it was like old Shep meets Foghorn Lake. Right. Do we have a heaven stoop? I tell you. So Grandpa comes in. Uh, they think he is a ghost or a haint. Uh, they're trying to explain to him he's dead. He's saying, no, it's just a spell. Um, he goes back upstairs for a nap, I guess. Uh, Jody does not get it. Ma is pissed. He, Ma's super pissed. Yeah. He he goes outside because oh he's he goes outside sit to go sit on the porch a spell right because he says I'm gonna do what I always do and Matt and you both went go to the bathroom yeah <laughs> <laughs> what a man always does what, after well, a good yeah. meal what an old man yeah. does every morning yeah like, it's like sit on the toilet for four hours <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah sit on the toilet until lunch wait until you hear a dime drop out and. <laughs> Because they have tiny poops, man. <laughs> clink, clink, clink. Ghost poops. Ghost poops. <laughs> well, so one of the things that I picked up on when they were at the table, um, it was they're, they're sitting there and they're, you know, yakking back and forth. And uh, apparently all you need to be buried is consent. So live people can be buried so long as they're like, no, go ahead, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Just pile the dirt on. But uh, if you're dead and you don't want to be married, or buried, like, sorry, guys. Or married. You have rights. <laughs> well, no. Apparently, when you're dead, you have you have no rights. <laughs> Matt, it was the 20s. Sure, they've changed the laws. It was since the 20s. But... It was the 2080s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the year 2080. The place, a porch. Before we go to the porch, which yeah. I'm so excited to do. The mother gives another expedition dump because we really get stuck in this. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. <laughs> Does no. she give an expedition dump? <laughs> yep, she yeah, is. she's going up Kilimanjaro, Matt. Did you fall asleep? Did you miss the episode? Did you not see when she put a backpack on? Yeah. Planted a flag for, right. for Mother England? No, I did. I noticed that. So they go and uh, um, the mother tells this story to Titus. She says, the doctor came here and pronounced you dead. 
it was real he was real mad because he had to leave the poker game this is really important it is this is very important important okay because we're about to go to the porch we are all right so is that act break when he leaves no, it wasn't. It and wasn't. It, goes back it wasn't. To the, it wasn't. It was the doctor. It wasn't the the pastor. No, no I'm sorry. Did I say pastor? I meant doctor. Doctor yeah. Snodgrass. Grass. Yeah. This whole thing is a shitty vaudeville routine. No, really. That's why I was it's, like, it's all tongue in cheek. It is. It's all winks at the camera and the like the most trite names that they could think of. Yeah, it's a guy coming on stage with the arrow through his head. Mm. I feel super. No, you don't. You're dead. Well, I reckon I could eat a horse. But look here now is the doctor. He going to tell you you're dead. It's uh, You've got an arrow through the head. Right. You're dead. So it wears thin very quickly. Right. They took the Black Knight from Monty Python and made it a 22-minute show. Right. Before we go to the porch... The mother goes to a young Christian Slater. He's dead. He just don't believe it. <laughs> That's right. She and this mother again is so pissed. No one seems like like people either seem somewhat surprised or irritated mm-hmm. with with Grandpa. Nobody's like horrified that right. there is a oh, reanimated oh, oh, corpse, corpse walking around the house yeah. eating eating your breakfast. Yeah. You're one egg and You're two sausages yeah. with a lot of salt. Your father just died. Don't go on a diet right now. Yeah. <laughs> also, I want to point out that she was dressed like the woman from American Gothic. Yes. That was her exact <laughs> outfit. just want to point that out. Whistler came in. He was yeah. like, oh, that's an idea. Grant, Grant Wood. <laughs> oh, was, oh, what? American Whistler's Gothic. mother. She was Whistler's also kind of dressed like Whistler's mother. <laughs> Too late. She was hitting all the fashion buttons. <laughs> Let me just say, I was at attention. <laughs> she was. <laughs> My pitchfork was right up. <laughs> all right, so act break, right? There we go. <laughs> all right, act break. Now, now, Grandpa is sitting on the porch, uh, and Mom comes up. Ma comes up onto the porch with Doc. Uh, and they're doing Doc this thing Snodgrass. with Doc Snodgrass, which I absolutely hate, and it drives me fucking crazy. Uh, Gramps is sitting right there on the porch, and Mom is having a, an argument with him. Now, why would I make up a story like that? I don't know, Ratley, but I know a man can't. So Mom and the doctor are arguing, and it's like, well, if you look a foot and a half over, you'll see this reanimated corpse that I'm talking about. We don't have to continue this argument, which is just a waste of time. Well, right. <laughs> Can we? You'll go see ahead, the grandpa man. who was just eating yeah. a pops like a great popsicle. Right. <laughs> so from the time that we went from inside at the table to now outside in a rocking chair on He's the porch, he's got purple fucking lips. He is decomposed even more. Yeah. Oh yeah, like it, yeah. He, when he was at the table, he just uh, you know, I don't know. He put on his daughter's lip gloss or whatever i don't know right. his lips weren't that bad and then as soon as he goes outside he looks like fucking walking dead right right yeah. where he's got like bubbling skin and yeah. shit like okay hold on i know it's a hot summer day and shit because like people have i don't know hairspray on their faces or whatever but like seriously it's bad no. and when the mother said He's too stubborn to die. 
to Christian Slater in, in the previous scene, all I could think of was a movie that I know that Matt and I both equally love slash hate is Lethal Weapon 4. Oh, yeah. Where ugh, the, one of the subplots is that you will something to happen. And like Mel Gibson gets trapped under like three tons of rubble. And Danny Glover keeps yelling at him to will it to get out from the rubble. <clears throat> and he does because why not, right? Ugh. You know, a 55-year-old white guy can totally get out of a ton of rubble and then swim up like 30 feet and then defeat Jet Li because, sure. That's what happens. Yeah. It's like that baby pulling that dresser off the other baby. Yeah, where the <laughs> fuck were the parents? Right? You didn't hear a dresser fall? Okay, you- if it fell on a baby who has no bones, it would not make noise. I just want to point that out. If a tree falls on a baby who doesn't have any bones, does it make a sound? I mean, you know what, though? But wasn't the baby crying? I mean, no, the kid was like... because it couldn't scream because his lungs were compressed. Uh, That's why his brother was just like, huh, huh. Like, I'm going to try everything I can to get this giant thing off my twin brother those kids should not be have left alone that long not long enough to be climbing on furniture and that it was furniture it should was be really secured. early it was really early in the morning the f- this furniture should have been secured yes and the reason why the parents put it online in the first place is to have other parents see it so that they would bolt their furniture all right i i give the parents a pass all right Back and to, I, I normally don't do that kind of shit, but whatever. I, that's all right. Back all to right. Tales from the Dark Side. Yeah, fine. So uh, can uh, anybody describe this uh, doctor who, uh, Dr. Snodgrass, who falls up? Because boy, oh boy, I have one. Oh, I have one. And it's Jumpin' Giga Hosefat. <laughs> because that's what he says. He says, Jumpin' Giga Hosefat. Giga Hosefat. 1.21 giga hose <laughs> You're going to see some serious shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, what's your uh, what's your description of him? I called him Dr. Bowtie Charmin, the Bowtie Doctor. Because <laughs> he looked he was, like Mr. Whipple. Yes. No, he, <laughs> Get with, uh, he was also really sweaty. I want to point that oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, Everybody I, on the porch was really sweaty, except for the mom. Apparently, women don't sweat. Yeah. Should they glow? They glisten. Everybody knows that. Yeah. One of my notes is, the sweat is back. (laughs) (laughs) Just like the odds, Matt. You come back for another sweaty episode of Tales from the Dark Side. At least the sweat made sense because it's a hot summer day on the porch that is causing his body to decompose. I mean, certainly not as fast as it's decomposing because it makes no sense. It's like taking a chicken leg from, you know, a raw chicken leg from inside of the house and then taking it out on the porch and then the chicken leg just bursts into flames <laughs> and decomposes in a pile. Because that's not really how decom- decomposition No, no that, that bacteria does not, no. <laughs> does not no. rush like that. Right. It no. takes its time. This this is like the incredible melting man. Right. <laughs> Bro is falling apart. Did you ever see the incredible melting I man? I love the incredible melting man. It's great. So Doc goes to go look him over. He goes up. He's uh, uh, listening to him with his stethoscope. Uh, and the doctor says, well, Which is essentially an ear horn that he puts up. Right, right. This is this is more of the vo- this this is the vaudeville routine mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. and but it's a boring vaudeville routine 
and we've already it's like we just keep trying to establish he's dead and it's like mm-hmm. what do we have to do to convince you i don't know let's talk about it for 22 minutes <laughs> All right. One of the things that I wrote down is that basically this grandfather, a.k.a. Titus, is like Matthew Wilder's Ain't Nobody Gonna Brick a Must Try. It's <laughs> like, ain't nobody gonna tell me I'm a dead. Nobody gonna put me in the ground. No. Oh, no. I've got to keep on moving. <laughs> because really, he is continually, no matter what, I can't hear your heart. He ain't got no breath. Yeah. He, uh... You, you don't got no pulse. He's rotting in front of <laughs> us. So, what, uh, what I had written down for that was, God, I hope he starts eating brains. Yeah. <laughs> and then I drew a little picture of him chasing a flying brain. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> the, the brain the, says no, and then he says, I'm fixing to eat your brains, youngster. <laughs> That would have been great. Also, that was a pretty. I'm. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. That was a pretty dead on impersonation. That was great. <laughs> well, it's funny you meet. You mentioned eating because once the doctor disappears, we smash cut to an apple juice dinner inside. Of me. <laughs> but it turns out to be lunch because they're sandwiches. But it seems that the only thing they really have on the table is apple juice. <laughs> Or they're drinking beer from carafts. Which they might as well at this point, because because if a grandfather comes back from the dead, then a 14-year-old boy gets to drink beer at lunch. Oh, that's yeah, the way yeah, the world the should rules. work. Hey, hey, this was before drinking ages. Yeah, oh, that's true. That out. Though not before the Voldstead Act, so what the fuck? <laughs> Apparently, Grandpa was a shiner. That's all I'm saying. Ugh. We didn't. We didn't see the backyard. We didn't see the stills. No, but you could. You could feel it. You could. You totally yeah. could. <laughs> that is stock that... car in front. So once again, a young Christian Slater <laughs> and his mother are inside. Grandpa is back on the porch. Mm-hmm. He's still out in the porch. Yeah. No. Did, no. He no. came back in to eat. He came back in to came eat. Came back in oh. to eat and and house some apple juice. And also rot a little bit more. Yeah, and really stink up lunch. <laughs> yeah. Right, because that's the big thing. Is the mom is again. Furious because mm-hmm. he is stinking up the place. Well, um, but it started because Christian Slater was like, "P.U. Something about lunch wasn't right," and then she was like, "It's your grandpa. You he's, fucking dummy. He's fixing to rot." It's you know the the lunch meat is actually very fresh. If you look a little further down the table, there's a decomposing corpse. <laughs> <laughs> but he's I know 14. we had bad he's turkey before, 14. so I know. Look, I once. Yeah. Once I served questionable turkey, but that is a dying. <laughs> that is a dead. That is, that a, is dead. a dead that human is a being. Dead human being. That is a dead human being for like three weeks. Right. Like, <laughs> so we're... I love it when he starts drawing flies. I just want to point yes. out. Right. So it, at this point, they're back on the porch. No, no, because this was uh, when he would. Grandpa was out on the porch. And the two of them were talking about smells and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Then she started talking about how um, he was just too stubborn and that Christian Slater needed to do something. Um, and that's when I wrote, um, hey, Christian Slater, kill your dumb old grandpap. Yeah. <laughs> because that's essentially what the mom says. And she was like, you need to do something. Wink, wink, hands him like a hatchet. If you don't <laughs> cut off his head, I will. Yeah. I want you to but do I'll... a strangers on the train where one of the strangers is a corpse. 
<laughs> and also, I'm your mom. <laughs> so how's that for prison riddles? <laughs> I want you to kill your grandpa in the sugar shack. <laughs> so the mom basically goes, look, you got to take care of this. Yeah. <laughs> take you- care of the talking corpse. Just... I, Might as well have thrown him a shovel. Yeah. <laughs> Look, oh, is, I got my hands full with making sandwiches and <laughs> eggs and two sausages. Up at 4.30 to make myself presentable. Laying for out men. a Bible. <laughs> I got, my hands are tied. Here. Is this where they mention the health department? Or is no, that later? no, that's, no, that's, that's later. later. Okay. Because that's after this. That's after Reverend Data. <laughs> Which we're barely this, straight yes. towards. This is where Brent motherfucking spiner comes in it's it's brent right brent yeah. spiner yeah okay all right, yeah. all right i wanted to make sure it was brent and not brett yes uh the he doesn't so the, need the challenge gets, oh, all right let's just make sure that we're good so we're done with the internal shot mm-hmm. the mom challenges her son <laughs> to kill <laughs> to kill grandpa again <laughs> and then they're back on the porch and up rolls brent Spiner, a.k.a. TV's Star Trek The Next Generation's Data. In a very nasal portrayal of a oh reverend. Oh, my God. Um, but the, we... the mom says something like, you know, that he looks parched, or or I think he says he's parched. And all Again, I wrote... not super concerned about this course. The, the talking like, corpse. oh, man. And so what I wrote is, he doesn't need refreshments, Mom. He's a goddamn android. <laughs> so at this point, I wrote, did Brent Spiner shop at the To Kill a Mockingbird cosplay <laughs> shop? <laughs> because also, Brent Spiner's veins in his head were the scariest part of the entire he episode. Is sweating oh my God. so hard. Yeah, like this, this wasn't... Like makeup, he was sweating, and you could see the veins in his head pulsing. Mm-hmm. What was going on with that? It's because he was chewing the scenery so hard he, that he was getting TMJ. Was he was he chewing the scenery as an actor, or, or was the scenery chewing <laughs> Was he doing some blow before the scene? I think that maybe, maybe, because this was two years before TNG. Um. He needed a little bump. Mm. So he's he's dressed like Vinny the first day of court from My Cousin Vinny. (laughs) A.K.A. Ralph Macchio. (laughs) No, no, no. He's dressed like My Cousin Vinny. He's dressed like Vinny. Right, 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 right. But there was no Herman Munster, unfortunately. No, to say two Utes. But there is a lot of a lot of mispronunciation oh, intentionally so, done. Yeah. So, so much, many, so many, and just so many metaphors. It's all Grandpa speaks in, or you know, metaphors and old yeah, old but sayings. But and... the metaphors make no sense. No. Boiled Me. owls. Who eats boiled owls? Uh, slow down a stitch. I wrote that down. <laughs> Slow down a stitch. Well, and like that fellow from Missouri, Missouri. <laughs> you got to show me. But he I, doesn't say I, Missouri. 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 I wrote down Missouri-based humor. <laughs> like that's a that's a pretty specific target of like 500 people in Missouri. <laughs> So Reverend has the same Reverend Data has the same argument with Grandpa that 
everybody has had with them. And at this point, I'm just bored. Right. Because now it's the same argument that mom has had. It's the same argument the doctor has had. But didn't you know that this was sacred religious? <laughs> Your behavior is right sacred religious. <laughs> yep. That was that was on purpose, guys. But um I but I, I go ahead, Maddie, I'm sorry. I just I the only approach that the Reverend took that was slightly different than everyone else was the afterlife approach. Oh yeah, he's trying to sell him on the was, beautiful yeah, afterlife. Yeah, talking about how like, oh, the afterlife is bright and sunny, but not the other place. Mm-hmm. Like like what, you can't say hell? <laughs> just say it, Reverend. <laughs> uh, so at this point, I wrote down Ma Meatloaf, because, uh, which is, of course, a Wedding Crashers reference, because this grandpa is not having any of it. Right. And nope. just wants to know where the fuck the lemonade is. So he keeps yelling for it like, Ma, where's lemonade? <laughs> you want lemonade? <laughs> it is at this point that the Ma comes out. After after Grandpa ain't buying on the afterlife mm-hmm. bit, and Brent Spiner is like, "Well, I've looked at a melting corpse long enough. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta go see somebody over in the next town." This was my favorite part of the whole thing. So he has a jug. Mom um, didn't. Mom could. Mom couldn't find the lemonade. There wasn't enough lemonade, so she brings out the jug. This the jug is shine. Yeah, it might as well jug. have had three X's Correct. on the side. Yeah. And a guy in like overalls playing a washboard. <laughs> he he takes a stiff drink, and then he might as well have just said, "Gotta go." <laughs> he took at least three solid gulps of moonshine. This this pastor is no joke. <laughs> but then, but then there's some other really gross shit happening, like the Brent, flies. This, the fr- the fries Ugh. the flies or the pastor before he leaves calling Christian Slater a young sprout I wrote that down that was gross <laughs> I was like who yes. are you the jolly green giant he calls him fuck? a fine sprout yeah like what the he hell? calls ma he calls ma a fine woman and Christian Slater a fine sprout yeah, yeah. that is gross Man. but he that is, is gross also- data molesting the shoulders and face Ugh. of this mother. That's oh, way more disturbing than the rotting corpse. I don't yes. care if this is a simulation in the holodeck. Dial Get it back. Yeah. <laughs> Dial it back, Data. He does. He, he like He's rubbing her shoulder, and then she's like, aren't you going to do anything? And he's like, he's touch like, I'm her. Gonna, oh, I'm going to yeah. do something. And they, exactly. And then he touches her face again, then takes the jug, and then it was like, <laughs> he just kind of left a, a data-shaped vapor trail. Right. <laughs> and his hair is so long. It is. It like He looks like uh like like Severus Snape. <laughs> yeah, or, or me in college. Or, or, or Scott Stapp is the other thing. There you go, yeah. He has real arms wide open hair. <laughs> So mom runs off crying. Ma runs in crying. Uh, but Jody goes in because Jody's got a plan oh, now. He totally has oh a plan. Oh, my God. A this great plan. This fucking plan is the best. It is the best. And Man. this is before the commercial break, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah I think this yeah. takes us into it. So I think this takes us into ad three. Matt, do you want to say what Jody's plan well, was? Well, do you want to recreate the scene, Jen? Okay, sure. Light, lights up. 
<laughs> Ma, what's wrong? I don't know what to do about your grandpappy. <laughs> uh, don't worry, Mom. I have a plan. A plan? I'm going to go to the voodoo woman's place. Oh! <laughs> the, um, the other town? Yeah. Has a voodoo woman. Why a voodoo didn't woman. we think of the voodoo women? It's like oh, the, it's, it's like that old joke, you know, uh, a doctor, a priest, and the voodoo, voodoo woman, woman are in a lifeboat um, with a corpse that just won't die. <laughs> See what happens on this week's Three's Company. So, I, so and it, oh, go ahead. Maddie. As soon as he wrote it. I wrote voodoo woman in big letters and then underlined it twice and then wrote a stick figure with like spiky hair and I wrote some kind of racial stereotype probably. <laughs> yeah, but not the one we were thinking. And then after that, I said, oh no, just a dumb old white broad. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing because when you think, when you think culturally misappropriated voodoo woman, you know, I picture dreadlocks and yes, that's, that's, and that's why I had the spiky hair. Yeah. I'm totally expecting Miss Cleo. Yes. Yes, 100%. And a, and a half. I am like, the cards don't no lie. Dry. Oh, don't. Don't you know now? Wait, don't you wait, know Granddaddy's dead? Were you were you expecting Shakira? Yes. Did you just say the hips right. don't lie? The cards, the cards don't oh. lie. Oh, okay. And the hips don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's Irish now. Yikes. Well, before before we go to her, it is at this point that Christian Slater takes off his tie, and I realize it's a clip-on, and I wrote it was a clip-on. <laughs> He did. I can see it from here on his notes. Furious. Typically, that's followed by "fuck this episode." Yeah. No. I I was so angry. I didn't know what was going on at the time, but I saw Matt get really mad, and I thought, like, I don't know, he got like a text or something from work. I didn't know what was going on, and I just see him like he balls his fists and he gets mad, and it's like, what's 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 going on here? It's because it was a clip on. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was because of the name of the. No, like, a voodoo the, woman. The voodoo woman. Jen had. asked to pause the episode for a moment so we could just feel that. We like so we just. We just, had to live in that moment. We just had to live in that moment <laughs> for soak it a in. moment. Soak it in. But then, fucking clip on was like everything about this is a lie. <laughs> I was so mad. I was so mad. Well, if you hadn't, if that hadn't made you feel like that was a lie, perhaps seeing the voodoo woman would have made you feel like a lie. Yeah. Like that was a lie. Yeah. Um, also, oh boy. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. I, I just have to wait until we're done with the um, the voodoo woman scene because there's something that has to be said after. After we. Okay, yeah. so we're, we let's arrive at the voodoo woman's lair. Hi, this is Mary from Costumes. Hi, um, this is uh, Mark. I'm the uh, set designer. Hey, hey, Mark. Yeah, no, I know you asked for like a grass skirt and some bones and stuff. All I've got is a plus size Mary Poppins costume. <laughs> Will that work? It's uh, kind of dusty. Uh, oh, okay. Well, that's not exactly what we were looking for. Do you have the um, the monkey that we were looking for? There was going to be a monkey. Uh, do you have that? I've got a big straw owl pillow. <laughs> I gotta tell you, what we had a that? huge fire back here, so we're really we're at the costume dregs right now. I'm so sorry. Um, okay, uh, 
cauldrons? Do you have any cauldrons? I'm looking for a bubbling cauldron. Uh, let's see. I've got a bag of pepper. <laughs> oh, and, and some more straw. Oh, thanks. Mike in the back just told me we got the straw. Yeah, we got we got plenty of straw. Do you mean do you when you say voodoo woman, do you mean scarecrow? Because we got you, Scarecrow, in spades. No problem here. I, no, I'm I'm literally thinking like culturally insensitive voodoo woman, bongos, skulls. Yeah. Okay, so Mary Poppins, Straw <laughs> Owl. Yeah, we got gotcha. you. All right. Well, yeah, just send it here. We don't have any time. We have one day to shoot this. Okay, no problem. Why do we keep using you? Gran- I'm dead and I don't know it. Goodbye. Grandpa's rotting. <laughs> Grandpa's running. We're running out of makeup effects. This was just, what show was this woman from? Why was this the voodoo woman in that, any I universe? This, all right, all right. This Christian, legit made no sense. Christian no. Slater shows up at the voodoo woman's house, but instead of it being a voodoo woman, it's basically Alice in Wonderland playing the Cheshire cat. Yeah. Well, and also... Or the worm. I don't... He He's so surprised that he's not going to be eaten. Where, like, I don't know what he was expecting, because apparently he went there expecting to die. And then it's, wait, you're not going to eat me? And then she's like, I don't I don't eat people. Was ah, this the solution to the plan? Yes. Ma, don't worry for- about it. I'm going to go get eaten by the voodoo woman. <laughs> yeah, it was essentially hiding under a pile of and coats then it's in your until hands. everybody goes home. <laughs> And then maybe he won't die, and then he'll go back? I <laughs> Yeah, she's going to keep him in a cauldron of, like, a kind of hot water until she gets back, and that's when she starts the fire. Right? She's got, like, a couple candles underneath. She got it for Christmas. This, this is a Hall of Mirrors scene in a show that just needed a voodoo woman to be, it like... Really- Take this pouch. Yes. It really just needed just really offensive stereotypes to move this along. It re- it did. It re- um, Zelda Rubenstein would have been perfect. Yes. Oh, she would have been good too, but she would have been a witch. Anybody who looked like they belonged in a swamp shack, which is kind of <laughs> where we were. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. it could have been somebody under a blanket. It could have looked like like Obi-Wan Kenobi before he takes that that hood off. Or you, you know, know what? Right. The old woman from Pumpkinhead. Yeah. She would have done because she looks like a goddamn fucking witch. Right. So you would have thought like voodoo, witch. Okay, it's 1984. I don't know the difference. Bam. Well, because if you said like like voodoo, saying there's like a voodoo versus somebody practicing voodoo versus like a psychic or a mystic or something like that, I see those as different. Like voodoo is like a very like spiritual practitioner mm-hmm. kind of kind of thing. So, shaman, shaman, exactly. Not a woman in a, a Victorian costume. No, and so weird. The with with accents, a weird pillow and just. Yeah. The the it is a fucking fever dream when Christian <laughs> Slater arrives at this. It is such a mess. And I just wrote one take voodoo. Like that <laughs> that was like she is in the light, out of the light. The staging well, yeah. was fucking terrible. It was it was so weird and what I wrote was what the fuck kind of transition was that? Because it just goes from like them talking 
they're not done talking, and it goes to the and next. And it's just scene. a smash cut. Yeah, it's just like oh. So before that, there were a couple of really weird cuts because there's one where like they sit down, and then there's a seven second time jump in the cut, <laughs> and now she's just sitting on the other side having a conversation about the grandfather. That it's makes really sense. weird. It, again, this goes back to Tales from the Dark Side only could afford one <laughs> tape per video camera, right? That's yeah. So yeah, he's got, he's got the show is 22 minutes to air. It's going to take 22 minutes to make. Now get in the van. <laughs> exactly. I mean, really, really, like I am. I am astounded at the resilience of the Tales from the Dark Side team. Yeah, because they are like, well, we fucked up again, and we don't have this right. There's a huge continuity error. What can we do? Air it. <laughs> no. No, well, what it we was do was George Romero dissolved. sitting in the edi- the editing room with a handgun. Yeah. Is that what he said? <laughs> We've got sponsors. Like, it was basically, they have, this is absolutely a show with warts and all. Yes. Like, there is, it is the first podcast of TV. Like, it just <laughs> had, to, it had to go on. It, yep. it just had to keep moving. Oh, my God. And then I did this. This crone is dressed up in a Victorian outfit, a.k.a. Mary Poppins, a.k.a. Alice in Wonderland, Mm -hmm. and on her shoulder is a humongous stuffed owl. It's so weird, but it's not even like it's a real, like they couldn't even get a taxidermied owl. It was just, it was like a pillow stuffed with hay. Right. With like a fake owl face. And it had like a really weird name. I don't remember what, like Barnaby or something. I don't remember what the name yeah. was. But can I ask a question? No. And I might be able to answer it myself. But when did Clash uh, of the Titans come 1980, out? 1980, I believe. Okay. Perfect. So it would have been out for a while, and this probably was filmed in 83. 80, uh, it aired in late 84. Okay, so it was probably so it was, shot in spring of 84. All right. It was like somebody saw Clash of the Titans in a second run movie theater. <laughs> and it was like. Somebody oh. accidentally walked in on Clash of the Titans. <laughs> And saw the owl sequence with Burgess Meredith, and they were like, that's gold. Yeah. <laughs> saw saw the owl there and saw the crones there, and they were like, why don't we try to do that? And then realized they had no money. <laughs> Can we show the clip legally of just that part? Of I'm sorry, Marty. We cannot show the clip. All right. Well, uh, I don't know. See who you can find in a cave. Yeah, George told us we could do it. George lost all the rights to Night of the Living Dead. Don't ask him for shit. <laughs> so, all right. It's so weird. They finished the conversation, but it seems that the... the uh, I don't the, know if they finished the conversation. I'm just well, going to put that Well, the there. conversation ends. It, it so, ends. Yeah. <laughs> the, the voodoo woman goes, is his name... Is your grandfather's name Titus? Yes. I know him. I owe him one is uh, what she, like exactly what does she owe him and then they might still keep talking but the cameraman loses interest in this scene <laughs> or the editor sort of lost interest out. yeah because yeah. it's just just what the fuck kind of fade was that is what I want to know and then almost immediately the bad grammar starts where taken care of is said yep and then Someone says something like pies and what? 
where oh, I wrote oh, that down. yeah because he gets home he gets home to mom he shows oh the voodoo lady gave me this uh, this magic satchel or whatever the fuck yeah. it is all right so i'm gonna it's not poison is it yeah. no ma it's not poison and he's already dead poison yeah. poison <laughs> yes sorry all right <laughs> so the mother grabs this sack that the voodoo lady gave a young Christian Slater, who's now putting his tie back on, which again is infuriating, is Matt. I am so angry. I'm like, this tie! I like, the, I haven't seen Matt that angry since I took credit for his Christmas present to his mom. <laughs> Once again, my high school bully is my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the mother goes... Opens the bag, sniffs it, looks at Christian Slater and goes, this is just black pepper. I think she says this ain't nothing. This ain't nothing but strong black black pepper. Okay. Matt. Then Christian Slater takes some. He, He takes a whiff. He also lives forever. I don't know if you know that. Right. He's also a Highlander. (laughs) All right. Was the quickening the end of the episode? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He still. Well, the grandfather's already dead, but uh, what? What? what, But the quickening is about to happen. (laughs) Well, he has to lose his head first. Everybody knows that. Um. I, I. When you find out it's black pepper, and they both just took. Huge snootfuls of black pepper. Shouldn't they have sneezed? Well, shouldn't they have fucking sneezed? Shouldn't they have sneezed and just a little foreshadowing? A well, little foreshadowing. But no, both of them just like, oh, yeah, that's oh, pepper. It that smells like black. Like, I, I use black pepper a lot. I, don't, I honestly don't know what black pepper smells like. I mean, it does it like, smell. It has a, a smell like. I, like sneezing. smells like sneezing (laughs) so gordy goes gordy jody i keep calling jordy yeah jody christian slater's character's name is jody jody he's not the head of engineering yeah jody (laughs) he's not gonna eject the word jody laforge shows up with a hair wrap over his eyes (laughs) jody goes to lay this ever so delicate trap which is taking grandpa's napkin and pouring a half cup of pepper, pepper in it. Subtle. So, so, so subtle. So he come, grandpa comes back downstairs. And, and the mother well, once again comments on how fucking ripe and... <laughs> And, and filled with rigor mortis, right, Grandpa. Right. Is. Oh, he's and real how stiff. they need to they needed to get this taken care of because otherwise the board of health this is, is going to come and quarantine the house. Board of health and quarantine do not belong in this episode that has hold on, I've gotta I've gotta um uh, consult with my notes. Jumpin' Jigahosafat, Rockafian, <laughs> young sprout. <laughs> Oh God! Help me out, Matt. Colard. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Colard that, greens. That comes afterward. God damn it. Is er I? Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll just hints. Hints. Thank you. Thank you. I couldn't see all of the all of the things that I had written down. Uh, hint. Twerk. Grandpa comes down the stairs with such rigor mortis. It's like um. 
Tom Hanks at the end of the Burbs when he comes shambling <laughs> out of the house and he does that thing where he just slides down yeah. the stairs. That's what he looks like. And his face, he has decomposed so much. He is... Straight melty face. He is fucked he up. He looks like the grandpa from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre yes. scene where he's like hitting uh, her in the head with the hammer. But right. he can't do it because he's that fucked up. Yeah. Yep. That's That's what he looks like. So they sit down to eat. He keeps saying that he wants proof that he ain't dead. Christian Slater now knows what he has to do. He has to have uh, his grandfather wipe his mouth. So he says, hey, Grandpa, well, you got a little collard green right here, right under your chin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And the Grandpa was trying to reach... Well, yeah, the, that oh, was yeah, before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was before the collard greens. No, the grandpa was trying to reach down the stairs. I smell collard greens. Well, right, but they, they he asks for a little bit to be dished up, and then he starts to eat some, and that's like he, he couldn't reach it himself, right? Right. Right. So he had the regamatis, and then like the the Christians later started plopping it on the plate, but only a little bit, only a tiny bit. And then, so then, that's when Grandpa takes a, a you know a, a forkful and shoves it into his gaping maw, and <laughs> and this is where I wrote the old sneezing powder gag because as soon as he takes his napkin up to get the the leftover greens, that's when. <gasps> right into the napkin and then like immediately he's like all right everybody i'm done see you later (laughs) sets his napkin down it's like well guess that's proof enough i actually wrote for for a very weird scene very tender because yeah yeah because he's saying goodbye he says be be a good boy jody he Mm -hmm. has like a complete 180 Mm -hmm. and then at this moment you don't I didn't know how it ended. So at this moment, like the napkin is, you don't see it. Mm -hmm. So I wrote, that napkin is the golden case from Pulp Fiction. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I was hoping that you wouldn't see it. Obviously that gets blown. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I was thinking, I was thinking more that it was like the, uh, the funeral scene in big fish Mm. where, where he starts to see that his dad wasn't really lying. That he was just stretching the truth. Because when I saw that in the theater, I was with Guy. And I'm so glad I had a hat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I was wearing a hat. And I I meant for it to be a laugh. Where I was like, huh. And it came out a... <laughs> 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 and then like two minutes of straight crying happened. <laughs> where like people were... Like it was just short of ugly crying. <laughs> where like people are like looking over their shoulders... <laughs> It was it was only less embarrassing than the time that I <laughs> Hold on, I gotta dial it back. <laughs> oh, we lost Matt Rose. We, we did lose Matt. We lost Matt Rose. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going because I know then you're gonna get it back and you're gonna be able to come back. Just keep uh, going. So so the the grandfather sneezes mm-hmm. into the napkin. He sees what's in the napkin. The audience does not. At that point, the father has a the grandfather has a complete change of tone. Yep, change of everything. 
He's like, Jody, you're a good boy. Uh, mother, take care of everything. Love you. He goes upstairs to die. Yes. You know, like he's, yeah. To, he's, to, 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 to lie down for the like his, his, his final slumber. Rest. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows that the gig is up. Then they really, like if I were the writer... They probably just should have ended it there. Because we knew he blew either his nose or his face <laughs> or his off. his teeth or something Yeah, something, off. Yeah. yeah. But somebody in the uh, props department was like, I got this three-quarter face nose thing. Well, yeah, we've, we've got a nose, some teeth. What do you think? Like, I'm pretty sure that's where the Blair Witch snot? Project got or, Was it snot day. or maggots? That they were going for. Oh, no, I, 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 I thought it was, was. I thought it was just like a nose, snot. teeth, and a little bit of gum. Oh, I thought that was. I thought the strings were like snot, which I was grossed out by. It was very gross. Whatever so, it was, it's whatever your imagination wanted. Yeah. You to so believe. instead of being the golden case from Pulp Fiction, it just he opens the napkin and it's Grandpa's nose. So he yeah. needed a part of his body to fall off to believe that he was dead. Yeah. Yep. Never Did mind the they flies. Not have a fucking mirror in this house. <laughs> Because if he had peeped a mirror at any point. Right. We forgot to mention his hair from the beginning to the yeah. end. His hair was like sandy. Like, you know, he it was started salt with Teddy Roosevelt. He started Teddy Roosevelt. And he ends up shock of white. Yes. Yeah. He ends up Colonel Sanders, like yeah. I said earlier. Yeah. He is bright white hair. He looks like a corpse. He does. That's been in the sun for way too long. He looks like a mummy that they discover. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mess. And then he sneezes his nose off. Mm -hmm. And that's what convinces him that he's dead. The not, end. His, not his yeah. rigor mortis hands. Right. Or the fact that he can't walk down the... You or know the what? fact that he's drawing flies in the thousands. It sounds like someone's got a case of the stubborns. Uh, <laughs> this whole episode, this guy is just like... Anti-intellectualism personified. <laughs> yeah, it's that's the assault that's going on right now. No. You got your fake news, and you got this is ah no, I don't I, like this guy. I, uh, so here's the question: If you were in the writers' room, could you have saved the episode? And if so, what would you have done? I could have improved the episode. I could have um, I could have uh, tenderly picked up the script. Walked over to the window, opened it, and flung the pages outside and said, be free. You Okay, I agree with you. But at the same time, you have the writer of Psycho has written this story. Right. So it's not like they've got, in their minds, they've got the name. The problem is there were no stakes in this. And it was so predictable, like, from the jump. Like, okay, like... The first minute, like, that's that's a cool idea. You know, they're mm -hmm. mourning the death of somebody. That person comes downstairs. They're too stubborn to die. But that's it. That's the entire premise. It's a bit. It's not it a show. It is a bit, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, so it was just really <clears throat> boring. You knew that he would be dead at the end. So it was just mm -hmm. getting to that point. I, I don't know. I did not, didn't do anything if, for me. If he would have come. All right. So here, here, here's my take on it. It should have been more in the vein of uh, an amazing stories mm -hmm. yeah. where he yeah. came yeah. back because he needed to help a young Christian Slater with one more thing. I yeah, but 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 amazing so stories, amazing stories. Yeah, you're you're right. It was a lot more touching. Than well, yeah, anything. yeah. I think he would have backed it up. Don't start with him dead. Mm -hmm. 
build the relationship between Christian Slater, he's which was dying, taken, but he's not dead. It's Christian Slater at his deathbed, which I think is an amazing story. Is where the uh, the people that are in the nursing home switch places with young that's kids. Twilight Zone. That's and I think, it's Twilight I think it's everything. I think it's Cocoon, Twilight Zone, <laughs> and Amazing Stories. Batteries not included. And batteries. <laughs> I think it would have been a cool episode. And Field of Dreams. Right. Um, if Grandpa came downstairs, or if it was Jody or whoever, came downstairs the next morning and wasn't decomposing, but then just started to, like he was a zombie or something. Mm-hmm. So came downstairs, was talking at first, but then started to like crave brains or was mm-hmm. really like or just like killed the the paper boy yeah like they find him like grandpa what are you doing like i'm just eating the paper boy yeah and and then you have to cope with something that still looks like your family and it's mm-hmm. still but yeah but there's a lot of psychological was, horror yes. there there yeah. was actually a movie called zombie honeymoon where a couple gets married and then on the honeymoon um the husband like i think he goes for a jog or something um and he gets bitten by a zombie and he comes back um, and they still have like a good honeymoon because he's not dead, right? And then they go back to like suburbia and then he starts eating people in their bathtub. <laughs> it sounded way better than it was because I watched it and I was like, oh, no, no. Would this have scared you as a kid? No. No, not in any capacity. Because my, this- my grandparents were already, like, I, I had one grandparent left by this point. I so think no, it wouldn't have. I would have liked it because of the makeup. Mm-hmm. Like, I like seeing, like, a, a talking... But I think once he opens his mouth and it's that, you know... Foghorn Leghorn. Bob Evans, Foghorn Leghorn, <laughs> down on the farm. Well, I don't believe never would ever get in it. I don't want to... Who's a fat rockifying? I want to look up this story and see if we can find it. explosion? <laughs> I, would, I would like to read this story and see if it's actually... How close? Yeah. Probably not very. Yeah, but see if it's if it's good and see if see how yeah, far. See off if the there's is. a voodoo woman. And see oh, if brother. there's a uh, Brent Spiner uh, creepy preacher with a bulging forehead <laughs> and sweat dripping down him. See if the book is wet from sweat. Call it out, Jen. Give us a rating system. Uh, all right how how many um, how many uh, noses would you give this? Uh, out of out of what is the total ten. noses? Ten noses. I would give this probably six noses. Yeah, okay. I was in the five nose range. I'd give it a six because I liked the makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the makeup, the, makeup, really the makeup was legit. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was very impressed. I really thought that that was a Tom Savini episode. I don't yeah. know who the fuck Ed French is, but like, but somebody will tell us. Somebody will tell us. Um. So while that somebody will tell us, I will tell you. About the two times in theaters where I was more, uh, I I felt that there was more embarrassment. One was when I went to go see X Men Two, and the guy that was in because a bunch of us had gone to see it, and the guy in back of us thought he was gonna squeak one out in the scene, and that end up being the loudest fart I've ever heard, <laughs> and the entire audience laughed and applauded. <laughs> And then afterward, his, his wife patted him on the back and said, Oh no. It's okay. Nobody knew it was you. 
Well, at least you patted me on the back and yeah. you yeah. said yeah. it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, just no. And then there was there was at the end of Return of the King, there was the guy behind us with his kids and his wife who cried through the last three quarters of the movie where like as soon as the end scenes started happening like i think it really started um around the battle of the pelinor fields and then it just went from there where like dude when he bows to the hobbits and he was like no you will never bow to a man the guy i mean like i was i was holding him back but that guy was fucking blubbering and and like his wife his wife and his kids were like it's okay dad it's okay <laughs> frodo makes it to the gray haven brought him brought him back to vietnam yeah so uh one time we're doing it we're, okay. we're, All right, we're great. here yeah. yeah let's do it let's do it um this has been told on other podcasts but it's about to be told here classic birthday tale oh sweet we went to it was my birthday which is in august we went August to seven. the Apple Orchard Inn. Apple Orchard Inn in is Romeo. In Romeo. It's a wonderful restaurant off of Van Dyke. I don't know if it's still open, but it was great. I think it is, but... One of my favorite things as a kid, and still one of my favorites, but I, I don't eat it very often because as you get older, you'll understand. <laughs> one of my favorite things is French onion soup. So There's I order the cheese. It. There's the onions. There's, There's the, the bread. Crouton. It's yeah, the best. It's, it's bubbly. It's bubbled over. It's... It, it's, it's very excited. Yeah. So we all get French onion soup. <laughs> we go then to AMC Theaters near Lakeside Mall. Oh, that was the AMC 12 yep. Yep. or something? We see Hot Shots Part 2. <laughs> the movie ends. My dad beefs <laughs> so fucking hard. And then a French onion wave of disappointment <laughs> overwhelms us i'm imagining this was a grandpa smelled by this point yeah this is easily how uh grandpa melts smelled <laughs> by the end of uh, a case of the stubborns and we don't leave the credits are rolling but my dad is ashamed Hold on, You're, you are leaving parts out about how you can hear people go, oh my god, what is that? Did a cow shit in here? Yeah. It was really... And that like, is why your dad was, was sitting there with a hangdog expression. My dad was not going anywhere. People were leaving the theater en masse as if chemical warfare was they used. Were, they were doing the thing you do in the bathroom at work where you pull your t-shirt over your nose. Uh, I'm sorry. Then, I'm sorry that I brought this whole thing down to poop jokes, guys. That's all right. That's all right. This whole thing is a tongue-in-cheek poop joke. Right. All right. Would you recommend this episode? No. 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 Not unless the person talked about how they were really into early Christian Slater or the guy who was the Roy Disney of uh, vacation. Right. I, if I were to recommend it at all, I would use it as a makeup. Cautionary tale. Not a cautionary tale. <laughs> I would use it as a makeup tutorial or a makeup benchmark, but I don't even think. Uh, yeah, I think, I think there's there are better, better makeup or, examples or in just, the show. Yeah. Or just how not to use a voodoo woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird. So, it's, yeah, yeah, I'd say skip it.
All right. Um, and I wonder how we'll feel about next week's episode, which if you guys are following along and you want to watch ahead of time, uh, next week's episode, we are watching season one's Gin No Chaser. It's D-J-I-N-N, like a genie. Uh, starring Colleen Camp and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I Colleen wonder, Camp? I wonder which one is the genie. <laughs> Obviously, it's Colleen before we end the episode, I do want to give a couple shout outs. We had a couple people write us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com, uh, which is Vince and Matt. And Vince wrote us and basically said that he loved the show and we appreciate that. And that he's absolutely certain that one of the episodes is Quitters Incorporated. So I can't wait to see if that is indeed true. We'll see oh, if we can get shit. that. Yeah, I, wonder, I, so. I wonder if that was the same thing from uh, Cat's Eye. Yeah, I don't know if it's I, if it's about quitting cigarettes and the wife losing a finger. Yes, definitely the Stephen King story. Yes, Quitters Incorporated. Yeah, well, we know that in a in a, a well last episode was the um, word processor of the gods. Yep. Which, oh, uh, oh, no way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, then you're gonna probably uh, at some point reach a sorry right sorry number. right number. Yep. Yeah, I think yeah, that's that was also later. a Stephen King story. Yeah, so Stephen uh, King and George Romero are friends, so that's why. We'll look forward to that. And also, our good friend Matt reached out to us, and he told us that hey, uh, it looks like in the episode, um, which is the odds, that in the credits they have um, Tom Noonan listed as quote and Tom Noonan as Lacey quote. That's a long nickname. Yes. Um, <laughs> And he asked why, and I, I wrote him back, and I said, you know, I can tell you with almost 100% certainty that it's a mistake, <laughs> and the quote should just be You can over. say that even as not a producer no, from right. the show. You can, it's amazing. You can, uh, <laughs> you can just say whatever you want, honestly. <laughs> I But I said, but maybe it's Tales from the Dark Side telling us that the actor Tom Noonan is playing a fictional version of Tom Noonan <laughs> playing Lacey. Uh, the other thing is the other thought I had was Tails was supposed to have a narrator but couldn't afford it, so they put the quotes there to make you feel like you're being read to. <laughs> uh, so uh, you can always email us at T from the Dark Side. We're more active on Facebook, I would say, right now, which is facebook.com slash T from the Dark Side. And uh, we are on Twitter and Tumblr, but I think most of our focus right now is on Facebook. So hit us up. Jen, take us home. Oh, thank you so much for being here today, Matt Rose. No problem. I, I, I love watching Tales from the Dark Side with you guys. So. Awesome. Well, yeah. we will certainly have you back. Yeah, we know many that. Times. We, yeah. we know with 100% certainty <laughs> that we will be seeing you again. Yes. Sweet. All right, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, again, follow along, watch on Shutter, or uh, you can buy the DVD box set. We just got it off of Amazon. The whole the entire series for like shit. twenty-four bucks. What? Dirt cheap. Dirt cheap. Which may I remind you to always bring that. Yes. Oh, did I? Is it here? No. Did I take it home? I thought I left it here. If you did, I don't it's know. It's lost. Where. <laughs> We're going to spend $50 for <laughs> All right. Well, let's see next week if we solve the mystery of where the DVDs are. And we'll listen to, we'll watch uh, Gin No Chaser on next week's episode. Until then, try to enjoy the Just daylight. try. Just come on. Just try it. You'll like it. You're going to love that come daylight. On, enjoy the daylight. Thanks, Matt. Bye. Bye. No. <laughs> Transmissions from the Dark Side is created, hosted, and produced by Jen Hansen and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. 
and hosted by Go Comedy Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side and on Twitter at TFTDSPod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.